Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. We start tonight with some big breaking news. It's uh, according to CBS News, Joe Biden is now vetting now vetting Minnesota U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar as his potential vice presidential pick. It was months ago. If you watch the show regularly, I talked about this and hey, I think she's a great pick for that position. This election is going to come down just a few states. Some of them is going to be Minnesota. Wisconsin, Michigan, PA, obviously a few others as well. But someone like Senator Klobuchar going to play very well, obviously, in Minnesota, right? But she's on the A committee, going to play well in Wisconsin, Michigan, even a little bit in the PA. So uh, could be interesting to see how that uh, plays out. We'll keep you informed as we get new information on this. Now, yesterday, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz made some announcements about reopening, right? Reopening Minnesota. The thing is, it had a lot of people going, wait, what? What are, what are we doing here? So especially this one, when Governor Wall stood at the podium, and, and if you watch him, he repeatedly talks about science, science, science. We're looking at the science. We're making decisions based on the science. And then he goes on to say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up restaurants. They're going to have 50% capacity only outside. But if you're a church, then you can only hold service if you have 10 or less people. You see, science. <laughs> so yesterday after his announcement, uh, and, and really good for them. We've talked about it a lot here on the show, but now you've got some faith leaders, uh, more specifically the Minnesota Catholic Conference, basically saying, hey, look, we're opening our doors, Governor. All right, whether you like it or not, we're going to open our doors on May 26th. And it's so great to see our faith leaders taking a stand for their constitutional rights. Here's what President Trump actually said today as he was leaving the White House for Michigan. I want to get our country back to normal. I want to normalize. One of the other things I want to do is get the churches open. The churches are not being treated with respect by a lot of the Democrat governors. I want to get our churches open. And we're going to take a very strong position on that very soon. Good for him. President Trump knows. He knows these governors that are trying to squash our faith, our constitutional rights. It is not playing well in those states. As many of you know, in Minnesota, in fact, I just saw on Twitter that there's now a recall out there for Governor Walls. Who knows where that'll go? But I just want to remind all of us out there tonight that here in America, we put our faith in God, not government. Let's just remember that. All right, yesterday a story broke about botched COVID testing at a St. Paul nursing home. Angered a lot of people, had state officials, very, state officials very quickly apologizing for the gaffe. We're going to have more on that for you here in just a moment. Also very important to note that in Minnesota right now, 81% of COVID-related deaths have been in nursing homes, long-term care facilities. This is unbelievable, folks. No other state right now has a higher percentage of COVID-related deaths in long-term care than Minnesota. That's according to an analysis from a Texas-based Nonprofit. Here's what's happening in Minnesota. So these long-term care facilities right now, clearly a hotbed for these COVID-related deaths. And yet, according to that article I just shared with you, long-term care facilities in Minnesota, they're still taking in, they're still bringing in COVID-positive patients, supposedly to help open up hospital beds. I mean, it's just shocking stuff when we should be protecting our elderly population and reopening Minnesota. Remember, we can save lives and save livelihoods. And guess what? The science, the data shows us that. So joining us now in the 702 Communications line, she's the chairwoman of the Senate Family Care and Aging, Aging Committee. She's been a champion, a warrior for our elderly, elderly population in Minnesota. 
State Senator Karn Housley. Senator Housley, it's great to have you with us. Um, let's just start with the, the botched testing situation. Lay this out, explain to our audience what happened. Oh, yeah, where do I start? Um, I, I, what happened is that the, the Department of Health got the swabs, gave them to the National Guard to go and test at this one uh, long-term care facility. They gave them the wrong swabs, so they gave them swabs that are supposed to be oral instead of nasal ca uh, cavity, which the oral ones are actually bigger uh, and thicker. So can you imagine what it's like to, already the test is uncomfortable for the navel cavity, but now you're, you're putting something that's even bigger and thicker through the nose. Um, so that out of the gate was bad and uh, can't even imagine being any of those staff or residents. Can you imagine being an 85 year old with dementia, having something that painful being stuck up your nose to your eyeballs and down your throat. Oh. And then, and then they got the test and they gave them to a Minnesota Department of Health courier to get them down to Rochester so they could process them and they ended up being compromised because they were they uh, overheated or they weren't kept cool so all 300 of those tests had to be thrown out uh, which is extremely extremely disappointing and I don't know where the communication or where everything fell through um, and all we got was an apology from the department so what do you do to intend to hold somebody accountable for this we didn't have to keep asking questions but today uh, the the Commissioner Malcolm, she held a, a, a conference for all of us legislators, but there was only about 10 minutes of time for questions, and so I didn't get a question in again. Um, she has a media call once a day, but then they pick and choose which calls that, that they'll hear. So I think what we're going to have to do is we're just going to have to have a full Senate hearing before uh, our committees next week. Good for you. All right, so l let's get to this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here. Actually, let's start here to make sure I don't put out any bad information. Are, are these long-term care facilities still taking in COVID-positive patients? Is that still happening in Minnesota? Yes, okay. it is still happening in Minnesota. So, so can I just, yeah. I just want to get this question in there. So I'm really struggling because even today, or it was yesterday, I saw Governor Wall stand up and, you know, science, 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 we can't open up, this is super contagious, and yet, the place where you've got the highest rate of deaths in Minnesota is 81% higher than anywhere in the country if it's so contagious and they're bringing people into these places that are COVID positive, but we can't have young people go. Uh, help me understand what in the world is going on in Minnesota right now. Absolutely. It makes no sense at all. Uh, I don't know if you saw during the governor's press conference yesterday, an hour long press conference, and he didn't even mention long-term care. Instead, he gave a restriction on churches and the restrictions on parks and and restaurants not one mention of, of long-term care and now it's 82 percent of our covid death fatalities are in long-term care facilities and not even a mention of it so science 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 data 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 he talks about he's having conversations and discussions with all the stakeholders but nothing's getting done and this is where all of the data of the deaths are yeah. so yeah absolutely something has to be done from the governor and the department but so to be to be fair to the people of Minnesota, Senator, I mean, where where's the GOP? You just mentioned hearings. Like, there's got to be something that you guys can do as a majority in the Senate to start to hold Governor Walls and his administration accountable. No, uh, absolutely, and and we have them. But when he's got executive orders, he can do whatever he wants. Yep. So all we can do is keep you know throwing out press releases and and begging him to listen. It, it's. We are we're handcuffed right now while he has executive power, so it's all we can do. So would you be open to some way of limiting executive powers in Minnesota if you guys get a chance to do that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. We, we had a couple of bills out there that 
that pertain to that. They passed through the House and the Senate. We took another direction, but it, it's going to be coming back to the table. June 12th, right. we'll be coming back into special session. I've got to ask you about this, um, and Zach, stay with me here. I've got a graphic. I want to bring this graphic up. There was an, there's some articles out where apparently the state of Minnesota spent $6.9 million on a warehouse to house uh, deceased bodies because they don't want to have overflow. But I got a Facebook message from somebody, and I want to read this to you and then give you a chance to respond. This person says, I own a funeral home. Hope we have this graphic, Zach. I own a funeral home, and, and this person goes on to say, there's no backlog of bodies. There's no need for a warehouse morgue. If the death rate does start to climb and there are more deaths, the governor needs to allow funerals so there will be no backlog of bodies needing refrigeration. I've consulted with a dozen of my colleagues, and no one has bodies waiting for, bur for burial. What, what's going on here? Uh and again, I don't know what science the governor is looking at. I know their modeling that they got was uh, predicting eight times more deaths than they had in Italy. So they're going off of that model that made no sense that we just finally got a hold of yesterday. But exactly, they, they spent $6.9 million on a, a refrigerated building to put all of the bodies in, which to me is just a fear factor. Why wouldn't the governor be spending any money on purchasing a building to cohort these COVID uh, patients coming out of the hospital instead of putting them into the nursing homes. It would be wait, wait, get, much better, much money better, well spent. And I'm trying to track this, Senator, so I apologize if, if I'm struggling. But so you guys in Minnesota are using a model that suggests you're going to have eight times the death rate than Italy? That's the model that... So, uh, uh, we had been asking for this model. We wanted to see the science behind this model. It was the secret model for the longest time, and it was just last night that I finally saw it on uh, Kurt Doubt's Twitter. He found it going into the archives. They've never come out with it publicly, and that's what it said, that, that these predictions will have us at eight times more than Italy, when right now we're at 777 or something like that. 82% again are in long-term care facilities, but we want to focus on the secret model and making sure that we don't have more than four people at our outside table at a restaurant. So someone hit me up on Twitter and said, hey, do you have any idea who owns this warehouse? And they were like, is it some Democrat? I mean, because it just makes no sense. Is it a Democrat donor or what? I, you know what, I don't know okay. who owns it. Uh, I have no idea. But at, to, to your point of the, the different states, now in, in North Dakota, they actually, right out of the gate, they saw Florida did this, a couple other states did it. They knew that we needed to protect our most vulnerable and our seniors, so they did it. There are, there are facilities in Fargo and facilities in Moorhead. In, in Moorhead, they didn't test all of the staff, they didn't test the residents. Long-term care facilities were way down the ladder in priorities, and in Fargo, they made them a priority. They did whole house testing staff and residents and have continued to. And it has not become the issue of deaths in long-term care facilities like it has in Minnesota. So that's what's extremely disappointing. I don't know where the governor and the department's uh, resources and, and uh, communications have gone, but they weren't focused on, on long-term care. Remember, this is the governor that also wanted to cut $68 million from nursing homes last year. So. Uh, we have to keep pushing to make sure that I, I, this governor knows that, that what, these are a priority. What I'm struggling with, Carl, and this is the last word to wrap this up, is that you've got somebody who's still allowing COVID-positive people into the hottest spot in your state, where he says, hey, we're going to do the science, 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 and it's super contagious. He allows this. And yet, if you look at the younger people in your state, if they don't have an underlying condition, I'm not going to say nothing's happening, but not much. And yet, you've got him having his attorney general go out and threaten a small restaurant with $25,000 fines that's destroying those lives. So I
I'll give me the give you the last word on that, please. Yeah, no, it absolutely doesn't make any sense that that he should be focusing on. He promised that we could be doing twenty thousand tests a day uh, in our long term care facilities. That hasn't happened. He overpromised and underperformed, and yet, right, the healthy people that are walking around uh, uh, have to be quarantined uh, instead of instead of focusing the energies on where it should be right now. And the fact that he's treating Ramsey County like Roseau County. I could talk to you for for hours. We we got to wrap it up there. But I just and look, I want to see y'all win. But I'm going. I, and again, I'm not saying I'm the sharpest tool in the shed. But holy cow. Uh, well, and again, it's 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 all about these these residents and their family members and keeping them safe. Yeah. So to take your eye off that ball in this is really really sad and unfortunate because we need a governor that really wants to protect these folks. Senator Karn Housley, we really, really appreciate uh, what you're doing. Keep it up. We look forward to having you back, okay? Thanks, Chris. Thank you very much. All right, stay with us. Coming up, we've got parents now, high school seniors that are taking a stand so that they can hopefully be at their son or daughter's graduation. Stay with us. You're going to hear from one of those parents coming up right after this, and we'd love to hear your point of view in that interview there with Senator Karn Housley. You can email us. You can text us. You can leave us a voicemail. we got much more coming up right here on Point of View.